When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning into the Mage as Well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Hello, my majors. Welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is going to be on spellcasting. But first off, I wanted to talk about you guys. Thank you so, so much for the reviews. I've read every one, and they are really helping the show get found. A few of you have reached out and asked how you can support the show, and the idea slightly made me uncomfortable. But if I could start to support myself using the show, I can dedicate more time to it, which would be amazing, because I absolutely love podcasting. Now, I've set up a Patreon account, which is like a donations or a reward system i.e. you subscribe to an amount, and in return I might offer merchandise or access to a workshop. Now, I'm not in a position to do that, and some offer shoutouts if you subscribe and donate, which personally feels a bit hollow to me. So, I was thinking, and I was thinking about what can I offer, and I've come up with this. What if I cast like a community spell for all those who give money? So, I did this spell for me once, and it worked really well for me. Um, in witchcraft, putting someone's name in different substances can have different effects. So placing their name in water and freezing it freezes the person out of your life. Vinegar makes someone's life sour. Let's not do that. But you get the idea. Different substances, different effects. Now I'm thinking of placing my supporters' names in sugar to sweeten their life. And I've done it before with my name. I did a ritual, burnt incense, enchanted, the whole shebang. And it worked pretty nicely. So HMRC issued this huge fine, and I was devastated because all my hard-earned savings went up in a puff of smoke. I appealed and I didn't think I'd get it, 
and because HMRC are greedy bastards. But a few days later, after the sugar incident, I got a letter from them saying my appeal was successful, and on this occasion they had to grant it. And I obviously nearly weed myself. And also I model, and a few days after that, I booked a big modeling job. And it was just a great week, in all. And I top up the sugar jar every now and again with my intentions, and I charge it up, and I add more sugar. So I'm thinking of offering this service to my subscribers. Now further to this, I would also post images on the Instagram page, so you have something to focus on. And I was even thinking that I record a meditation, and at a certain time, wherever you are in the world, we all meditate on this pot of sugar at the same time with everyone's names in it, to basically help top it up, and to just focus our intent. I think it's quite cute, I'm not going to lie, and it's something that I'd feel way more comfortable charging for rather than just doing a, a crappy little shout out of your name, which is just completely pointless to me. You know, not slating anyone that does it, but each to their own, not my thing. Would anyone be interested in that? Hit me up, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at the Majors Well. Um, yeah, let me know what you think. Also, I'm looking for like-minded companies and businesses to advertise on my show. So if you're a business owner and you're interested, get in touch. Now, let's move on to spellcasting. If you're listening and you're thinking, I don't want to cast spells or spellcasting isn't real. If you've blown out birthday candles, you've cast a spell witch. That is classic candle magic. Praying could be argued as a type of spell, religious holidays have roots in pagan practices, we're obsessed with words that hold power and meaning. From Alibaba's open sesame to please being the magic word to remind us to use our manners, it's permeated our culture. There is no right way to cast a spell, there is only your way to cast a spell, and it's a process that is deeply personal and needs to be tailored to fit your situation. Creating your space, this provides the backdrop for casting spells. For me, I always light a candle or a few. I came across this amazing TED talk called How Caves Showed Me the Connection Between Darkness and Imagination, and it's by Holly Moyes. And in it, Holly talks about how our ancestors went to caves and used them as ritual space. She did a small experiment and in a nutshell discovered that people in low-lit spaces were more inclined to imaginative thinking and stepped away from logical and rational thinking, which is useful for ritual or sacred work. Quote, our environment plays a very important part in not only how we feel and think, but also how we interpret our world. Darkness frees our mind from the constant barrage of sensory data. Darkness allows us to transcend the ordinary and to find the divine within ourselves. I love this TED talk and I love it so much that I've listened to it so many times. Using your candles in your practice creates a liminal space and one that can greatly influence your craft, transforming it from the mundane into something that's more mysterious. Play around with candles and see how you feel. I also play low music in the background. This is completely a personal preference. Generally play something that makes you feel comfortable, relaxed. I mean, I've got a playlist called Sacred Space on Spotify. My username is mmore123. And that's more as in M-O-O-R. So M-more, one, two, three. You're more than welcome to use it and to take inspiration from it. Raise your energy and cast a circle. Casting a spell is about manipulating energy. So you want yours as high as it can be. And where you're casting it, you want it so no outside energy can mess with what you're doing. 
you want an energetic sterile environment so you can infuse the area with yours. So in regards to your energy, raise it via meditation and visualization. I released a little sexy guided meditation last week that does this. Take a listen and see what you think. And in regards to cleansing, I use a smoke cleanse bundle to clean the area and then I cast a circle. Now a circle seals the area and it sets the boundaries from where you'll be working. It keeps unwanted energy out. And when casting it, it's good to acknowledge the cardinal points, starting with the east, which is the direction of the rising sun and where a lot of Western magical practices place emphasis on. And at each point, like each cardinal point, invite your guardians and ancestors in or any entities that you feel will help you. Trace the circle with your finger or a crystal of your choice. I use quartz. Writing your own spells. Try to write your own spells. Look for inspiration, but adapt them because it's going to make them way more successful if you write them yourself and add in that it shouldn't harm anyone and when the spell is finished say so mote it be or something like as i say these words the spell is done just so it marks an ending also try incorporating switch words freud came up with the idea that certain words will communicate with the subconscious mind now the subconscious mind is very powerful and when it isn't aligned with the conscious mind then it won't be on board with whatever we're consciously thinking. James Mangan ran with this idea and wrote a book called The Secret of Perfect Living. More recently, Liz Dean has written a book called Switch Words, How to Use One Word to Get What You Want. Now, originally, when I was reading about switch words, I was sceptical. But looking how spoken words create a frequency, and if you listen to last week's podcast, certain frequencies create certain states of mind. I can get on board with this hack. They seem to be a modern Western version of mantras. Liz Dean says, the words aren't literal, they are counterintuitive. They work by tricking the left logical side of your brain and get under the radar of your consciousness to get into your subconscious. These power words speak directly to our subconscious mind, helping clear blocks to success and activating our ability to manifest money, creativity, self-healing and success. Switch words work because the subconscious mind actually directs up to 95% of our actions and decisions. Now there are three power words that I try and incorporate into every spell that I write, and that is together, it focuses your intention and can be used before another switch word, divine, it tells the universe to bring about a miracle, and bring, this is the manifestation power word. Use it alone or with other words to bring in what you want or need. Other useful words include count, and this is to attract money, Find, to grow a fortune, adjust, creates balance and helps you handle difficult and unpleasant circumstances, alone is to heal. You can google them, there's lots of lists online, but I definitely think it's worth looking into them. Also, read over your spells and consider how they could backfire. Wording is so vital here. Some do's and don'ts. The power of three. Three is a very sacred number. Over and over again we see it. It's in the Holy Trinity, which appears in religions all over the world. The Divine Goddess has three aspects. The Maiden, Mother and Crone. The Priestess at the Oracle of Delphi used a sacred tripod. Solomon's Temple comprised of three sections. There are three pyramids. Aristotle himself said the triad is the number of the complete whole, insomuch as it contains the beginning, middle and end. Nature herself has provided us with this number for the use of holy service to the gods. I suggest tapping into the power of three. Repeat your spell three times. Also saying something along the lines, come to me three times three. 
Sometimes our imagination is limited. Leaving it open to interpretation can be very powerful and beyond what we could imagine. Don't cast a spell on other people, unless it's for banishment. If there is someone in your life having a negative impact, or maybe you aren't safe around them, I fully condone banishment. But don't seek to harm. Now there are grey areas, so a protection spell could be seen as a hex, as well as a call for justice, so your intention is useful to distinguish. Don't seek to harm, it could come back to you, and it can also attract the attention of negative entities. Also, don't make someone fall in love with you. You want to be with someone, call in love. But casting a spell on Dave down the road so you can hook up with him isn't cool and also isn't fair on Dave. Forget about it. Once it's cast, let it go. Whenever the subject arises in your mind and you wonder if it's working, say to yourself, I know it's being taken care of. Let it sort itself out. It's done. Move on. When to cast. Casting in accordance to the moon is something that I really like to do. The lunar cycle takes 29 and a half days and it passes through eight distinct phases. Now each phase will favour a certain type of spell. I don't want to go into too much into the moon here as I've got an episode planned around it. However, the full moon is a great time to cast as it carries the strongest energies. It's perfect for success, luck, change, although generally anything can be cast under the full moon. Now, different days in the week will relate to different energies and will have different planets, colours, metals and deities associated with it. This idea came from the Chaldeans, or the Babylonian, astrology. They assigned a planet to rule each day and conducted rituals surrounding that day. So, Mondays relate to the moon, the colour blue and the metal silver. Look to lunar deities. It's the day when the astral plane is said to lie closest to the earth plane. And it benefits spells around fertility, peace, emotions, agriculture, animals, cooking, medicine. Real homey mother vibes. It's a good time to scry as well. And as the moon rules water, water magic is good to practice here. Also a good time to cleanse and anoint any magical tools and your altar. Tuesdays relate to Mars, the colour red and the metal iron. Tuesdays benefit spells for courage, victory, success, strength, rebellion, defense, protection, force, reverse hexes and psychic attack, lust and sexual potency. <coughs> Think power and battles. Tuesdays are a time to prevail and to assert yourself, and they relate to deities in battle and glory. Wednesday, planet Mercury, color orange, and the metal Mercury. Obviously a very dangerous metal to play around with, so let's not. You can substitute it for aluminium or zinc. Wednesdays are good for communication, creativity, learning, divination, especially using cards, runes, lots. Also good for writing, gambling, travel, justice and discussion. And the deities are ones that relate to, like the mind, and they're often tricksters. Thursdays is Jupiter, colour purple and metal tin. Good for abundance, protection, prosperity, strength and management. So whereas Mercury Wednesdays, are great for quick cash, Jupiter governs long-term accumulation and preservation of wealth. It's a good day of signing contracts and acquiring property, which I do most Thursdays, if I'm being honest. So it's a very ordered and authoritative energy, I'd say, and it relates to deities who are like the heads of their given pantheon, or leaders of a sort. So Fridays, it's Venus. I mean, we can all know where this is going to go. Colour is green, metal is copper, 
love, birth, fertility, romance, passion, happiness, sexuality, pleasure, nature, and social activities. It's also a good day to harvest plants and herbs for magical uses. And obviously, love deities are the gods for this day. Saturday, it's mysterious Saturn. Colour black and metal is lead. Don't chew it. Saturn is the lord of endings. It's a day that focuses on the shadows and the underworld. It's a good day to banish, protect, cleanse, exorcisms, boundaries, honouring the dead and spirituality. Also good with communing with ancestors and contacting spirits. Deities who honour the death and underworld today. Sunday. Sun, colour yellow, metal gold. Shocker. Think solar deities? Generally a good day to cast anything. It's about success, wealth, fame, promotion, prosperity, new opportunities, goals, strength, hope. Big, bold spells today, people. Big. Coincidentally, we have a full moon this week. Greenwich Mean Time means it falls on the 9th, which is a Sunday. Very good day for casting. Go forth and cast those big ones and see what you reap. Scott Cunningham, in his book, The Complete Book of Incense, Oils and Brews, states, The power at work in magic is within our bodies, as well as within herbs, stones and other natural products of the earth. It is not satanic, dangerous or evil, nor is it supernatural. Magical power is the power of life itself. So what else should you be using to cast your spells? Now, there is no right or wrong answer here. It's down to you and what you're feeling. I always light incense, and different resins and herbs can be attributed to different outcomes. Burning incense for ritual use is centuries old, and most cultures will have a history surrounding it. So, for spells of love, think rose, cinnamon, lavender. Sandalwood is deeply spiritual, as is frankincense and myrrh. They're also really good for protection and connection to the divine. Patchouli is for money. A book that I'd recommend is the Element Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells by Judica Ills. I've mentioned it before on the show. So it's great for suggesting ingredients for a spell. And then I'll write some words to accompany that spell, that recipe, that sort of reflect the same mood. So, for example, I think there's one where she says, it's a spell for money and you burn these sort of herbs and that's it so i will accompany some words that will attract money alongside that and it's kind of like a little double combo thing so there you have it thank you for listening if you have liked this episode please leave a five star review and comment what you've liked about the episode you can do that on podcasts i love reading them and it really helps the show get found follow me on instagram and twitter at the mage as well Also, I've set up an email account for the podcast. It's themajorswell at gmail.com. Please get in touch with any questions, stories, or experiences that you want to share, and they might get featured. Or if you've got any suggestions, love to hear them. If you wish to support the show, you can go to my Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash themajorswell, and subscribe to my sugar pot spell. Special thank you to Corral St. Clair for the podcast artwork, and to Rackfoz, AppleGirl99, and Mihao for the reviews on podcast. Cast well, my witches. Peace out. Even 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.